and welcome to the Fleet Geeks podcast. We're here to help develop fleet and transport professionals. Do you want to progress and develop your skills and knowledge? We promise to bring lively conversation and debate around interesting issues and keep you bang up to date with changes in our awesome industry. The Fleet Geeks are a community of professionals and if you enjoy the podcast, why not join the discussion for free in the Fleet Geek community over on Facebook. I was going to do it as an intro to this, I was going to do a sound effect. Oh, okay, go, go for, for it. it. Go on then. Attestation. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's come screeching in, yeah. handbrake on, like. <laughs> yes. Guess what we're talking about? <laughs> Have a guess. Yeah, what, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Yeah, what is it? What was well, that impression? <laughs> well, for those of you who couldn't get it, uh, it was, we're talking about brake test today. Absolutely, so, uh, yeah, brake test, joyful. Mm. Not part of the transport manager CPC exam, is it, Mike? No, it isn't. No, it's something that's. Uh, um, there's references made to the guide to maintaining roadworthiness, so candidates should be, you know, make themselves familiar with that. But it's it's an interesting thing that you know, as as a transport manager, I've not come across that. You know, basically, I've not come across too many transport managers who really understand brake testing. No. Um, so that's what we're here for today. Yeah, absolutely. And, are... and in reality, I can't blame them because it, it is. If it's not, yeah. if it's not your bag, it's pretty, well, pretty complex. If it chip, says pass, it? pass, pass at the bottom of it, yeah. most yeah. transports will be happy with it without even looking at it, won't they? It's a bit Perfect. like uh, it's a bit like a physics exam, isn't it? Like looking at it, like what is this? Kilograms of force yeah. and yeah. what's this? And weight and yeah. we know oh, we know we've got gosh. to have one, but we don't really understand what yeah. goes into it. As, and as Jamie so, said, as long as you get a pass. Surely that's all that matters. So, so let's go through let's go through the basics then. So brake testing, okay. So there's lots of different types of brake tests. Yeah. Who wants to go with that? Should we go with types of brake tests first? Well, yeah, we can do that. Roll yeah. a brake roller brake test is your, your is the your preferred standard. option. Yeah, yeah it's that's a preferred option. A, yeah. a loaded roller yeah, brake laden. test. Yeah. And obviously Tapley Tapley meter oh, test or a deceleration see, yeah. meter. Yeah. I said Tapley, Tapley meter some of the other day, yeah. and they went, I don't know what that is oh, until oh. I said deceleration test. Yeah. yeah. Um, and what's the deceleration test too? What does that do? What does that do then? It measures the uh, deceleration of the vehicle. <laughs> right, okay. But it's fairly well, uh, it's not a very uh, uh, very exact uh, No, it's type. not that exact. It's, 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 it's like a pendulum kind of thing. Well, they're electronic now. Yeah, they're oh, blind. The, one, the, ones the ones I used in the past yeah. were analog, but they are... Electronic. They're electronic now. I don't, yeah, I've seen them since. I've never used electronic They ones. used to be like a pendulum, I'm guessing that's how you would describe it, wouldn't it? And as you as you brake, obviously the, the, the brakes, uh, the, uh, the, the, the rod swings and, yeah, that measures your... Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, I think back in my day, we just used to use the chips on the front seat and... If you braked hard and the chips fell into the footwell, that brakes is good. But we've moved on a bit since then, haven't we? Yeah. And can a, can a brake test also be just a, a driving brake test? So just literally a stopping test? Can that be recorded we'll as a brake test on a on an inspection? Is that the guide to maintaining roadworthiness does mention the Tapley test is uh, is accepted? Yeah, I yeah. believe it does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what about just like a normal like Take road, road, road test? And, yeah. Emergency yeah. stop. Literally it stops. Chips on the front seat. Yeah. Yeah. Will, will that be? That, that wouldn't be accepted. That is not acceptable. No. Okay. Uh, cool. The other thing is e. Oh, here we go. I'm going for it now. E electronic brake performance monitoring systems. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Uh, where it collects data from the uh, the CAN system on the vehicle, I assume, yeah. uh, and that's great for, for trailers because okay. the trailer yeah. can be anywhere, can't it? Yeah. And uh, a lot of trailers get a PMI in someone's yard, don't they? When you go to a, yeah. a big uh, big distribution centre, you'll see a van there doing a PMI on a trailer. Yeah, because they uh, can take the readings from the yeah they can brake take the uh, yeah the brake brake monitor. I think you get awardings um, okay. from that system. Okay, um, I did implement that at my old company, but wasn't there long enough to see the results because okay. it takes three months before it all sorts itself out, sort right, of thing. So okay. I don't know. 
Mm-hmm. Now that's getting on to okay. I've okay. never, never used that system other than implemented it. Okay, so the gold standard is a roller brake test. And Best there's lots thing. of lots of options out there for roller brake testers as well now, isn't there? Because you get fixed roller brake tests and you actually get these mobile ones now. Certainly, yeah. Yeah. I've had experience with Total Care and you're looking at setting yourself back 20-ish grand for a set of mobile brake tests. So it's fairly expensive, but you're probably spending 60-ish pounds. It's 13 uh, pound an axle, is that yeah, right, that, do you think? Yeah, for, for between 13 and 15, yeah. So, yeah. I'd say. So you're getting that so back and then, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, so um, obviously it's uh, pricey stuff. What is, in the guide to maintaining roadworthiness, how regularly do we have to brake test a vehicle? Well, a meaningful brake test at every, every PMI, does that just Yeah, say? a meaningful brake test. Yeah. However, a minimum of roller brake test four, four times, times annually, yeah. of which one can be the MOT. Yeah, so people take that as being four times a year. Yeah, they do, yeah. And, and some uh, people don't brake test at PMI as well, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Now I've got a feeling in my water that the, the new version, when we see it, of Guide to maintain your own weather's will probably do away with that for yeah, for a year. Right, every yeah, yeah. yeah, because it's too people just see it and say, "Well, it's four times a year." Well, no, yeah. it actually doesn't say that. It actually says, uh, "You know, it's good practice is to do it at every yeah, meaningful year, brake test yeah. at every PMI." So, okay, so I, in an ideal world, we'll have a meaningful brake test, and for a, and not all brake tests are then made equal, are they? Because it needs to be laden, for yeah, example, definitely. doesn't it? Which it obviously is a major inconvenience for, for some operators, isn't it? Depending on what sort of vehicle you have, yeah. It, it can yeah. be really tricky, can't it? Obviously, yeah. there is some caveats if you've got perishable goods or, or I can't remember what the, the full list is. But yeah, so a good example is I know that um, I know that removals falls into, is, is part of the, what do you call them when they don't have to be included? A uh, The derogation. Yeah, derogation. Yeah, 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 so you have an allowance. Yeah. So removals vehicles because they're particularly awkward to load you can't just put IBCs on yeah. them or bin lines um, bin yeah, that kind of that kind yeah. of stuff there's a few where the bodies are probably a bit more challenging to yeah um challenging to load where you get some allowances but largely speaking there's a lot of the fixed brake testers now you've got some fantastic ways of loading them with like chains you yeah. have these like loading mechanisms yeah. with chains and stuff don't you uh which I've seen I think they look fantastic to be fair particularly like things like you know the age-old issue with like skeletal trailers and that kind yeah. of stuff, or flatbeds, that kind of thing. No load. Yeah, 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 literally, yeah. you can just have like a, a chain which sort of recreates the weight, like a harness thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It very looks expensive. Yeah, it does. It does. To be, I imagine that's quite labour-intensive as well because you're gonna have to release Strap it to move it every axle. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not so easy. It's probably not with thirteen pound axle there, is it? No, it's gonna be a bit more. <laughs> it's gonna be a bit more. Okay, uh, I haven't got experience of it. To be fair, no, I've seen them, but I've not, I've not had any experience mm-hmm. using them or or a workshop that has used them. So, okay, so when we're looking at a brake test report, I think let's sort of move on to, right, with the transport manager and the service sheets come through, and actually that's probably another podcast, isn't it? Yeah. What should we be looking for on a bloody service, service sheet? sheet? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what sort of things should we be looking at? But maybe that's for another day. Let's sort of focus now, uh, yeah, particularly, yeah, let's focus particularly on the um, uh, brake test reading. So you get a brake test report come through. They all look sort of slightly different, don't they? But what sort of data are we going to get on that on that brake test certificate for us to look at because largely speaking i think a lot of transport managers not all not all but most they're going to look at and they're going to see the vehicle reg and they're going to see pass or fail yeah definitely yeah busy people comes back from the comes back from the maintenance providers or if they've done it in-house and they've got a sheet of paper and it says pass Mm-hmm. I'm going to file it. Oh, yeah. You know, I might do a cursory check to make sure everything's the right Excuse registration me. number and it's got the right 
I'd honour to read and it's been signed off. But yeah, if it says pass, I'm going to stick it in. So what should I be looking and, out and for? A lot of ma- and a lot, of, a lot of maintenance providers will see a pass. Well, that's right. Yeah, yeah. They will, yeah. Yeah, it's, pass, yeah. yeah. yeah, it's not just it. So, so yeah, what, what are we, what what are we looking, looking for? Look at us both asking Jamie. Breaking force is obviously one of the first things uh, which you check for. You were checking to make sure them brakes are working. It's a breaking force. You know, every brake... Obviously, you'll sometimes see a low uh, low score where the, uh, the wheels have locked. Yeah. When I worked in a garage, I can remember we used to have vehicles and uh, sort of like, oh, yeah, the old Foden's brakes are crap. Oh, it's raining. It's, oh, it's, yeah. pass. it's not that old. It's yeah, well, it's, it's 20 odd years ago. Right. Yeah. And we'd be, oh, it's Foden. It's, it's old. been raining. It'll, it'll sail for its MOT. It'll sail for its brakes. So, yeah, it's been it's raining. Because it's raining. And realistically, looking back, no, we want to we want to know the brake performance. But, so we want to know them brakes uh, uh, are working. Uh, Another thing is imbalance. Obviously, yeah. Um, yeah, it can be skewed a little bit if one wheel locks and another one doesn't. Yeah, and they usually so you need to look at that. So, so to see brake imbalance, just to sort of clarify that, you're looking. There's like a percentage in brackets. Yeah, they do a percentage there? of. So you'll see from like left to right, and you'll see a percentage, and it shows you the percentage. I want to say twenty five percent, but I could be. Wrong. I think it's thirty. You think thirty? I yeah. think it's thirty oh, percent. Okay. Yeah, I think thirty. Yeah, it's quite a lot, is really, isn't it? Which is quite a bit. But the yeah. the principle behind trying to be below thirty percent. Oh, that's testing me now that you thought it was 25. There you go. That's something. Oh, I'm afraid I can't. But yeah, shed I think. Any light on yeah, that. so, but I think um, we ought to bloody check our facts, really. We, we should, but that's look the idea of the look podcast. Look at us winging it. Look <laughs> at us winging the podcast. Well, well like you've it. set this up as a little trap for but, listeners but to even, go away and do their own even, research. Even 25% is a quarter, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's so crazy. Some, it? You know, regardless, right, 25, 30%, do your homework. I better bloody check. Uh, but a breaking balance is shown in like a brackets with a, a the percentage. Of braking balance, and if you imagine thirty percent, that's as much as a third difference yeah. in braking yeah. force from one side of the vehicle or trailer to the other. Hi, it's Pete from Flagship Partners. We're really proud to sponsor the Fleet Geeks podcast. Flagship Partners offer a range of consultancy and training services to ensure that our customers remain compliant and have the best possible knowledge to be able to fulfil their work. If you're interested in support with any of our safety, HR or compliance services, or you want to train to be a transport manager or need driver CPC training, give us a call today. Which is potentially anything over and above that percentage is potential to... Uh, cause some issues, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is so, definitely. So yeah. that's that's a safety related issue. Uh, you guys talk a minute. I'm actually going to Google it. Yeah, Google. Oh. I mean, another thing, obviously, it's not just the service brake; it's the parking brake, the secondary brake as well yes. checked. Yeah, but I never understand the difference really. Even though I come from that background of the difference of putting the handbrake on fully or just down to uh, secondary. Yeah. Um, yes. Is it 30%? <laughs> yeah. Wait, I obviously have a tougher standards than... Oh, than that's so. it. That's the, that's the answer, oh, isn't yeah. it? Oh, yeah. Jamie's got higher yeah. standards. It, I mean, the, the number actually becomes a mute point, but yeah. it's your Secondary braking is quite sometimes quite a difficult one for people to understand, but there is an, there is a, an element of the... Parking brake, what is this showing him? Now? I'm just confirming it is. It's 30%. 30% yeah. But Jamie's obviously got higher standards than the <laughs> Exactly. Minimum. You can tell who runs close <laughs> to the wind here, can't you? I, I might be, again, I might be wrong here, completely nuttily wrong, but I think it, it's secondary braking system comes from a, probably a bygone age where yeah, uh, vehicles would be so, fitted yeah. with a sort of, um, you know, a, 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 another braking system should. Uh, we had, you know, years ago, used to have brakes that, um, you know, overheated and didn't perform as well as they should. I think with modern brakes, uh, they're pretty... Modern brakes, yeah, fantastic, really. Foot foot if you think what a truck yeah. was like back in the day to now. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay, so you have like a range of readings. And then also when you're looking at the 
breaking percentages at the bottom, sort of lower down. You're looking for... I hope you Googled this as well. <laughs> I think it's 50%. No, it, it, it actually says the desired amount, it does, doesn't yeah, it? It, does, it yeah. actually says the, the target amount. Yeah. And you're looking for a percentage that's over that. And actually, if the percentage achieved is lower but says locks, you need to just interrogate that to make sure. That's a real good point, because it'll still say pass if they've locked. Because it will say yeah. pass if they've locked. And at that point, that's when you're then drawn to see what the laden weight of the, the, truck of, is. Of the vehicle yeah, is at the yeah. time. Because if it's light, if it's light, what happens is, is you're going to get a low braking percentage, a low braking force, and it's going to lock. It's going to lock the wheels. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to lock the wheels. And that really isn't a valid brake test. No. It might right. say pass because it's pass, but yeah. and it, a lot, a lot of workshops will go, yeah, brake test pass. Well, I've, I've seen a lot where it say insufficient load on axle one or axle two, because yeah. they're not quite got it. They're only probably fifty to hundred kilograms out of what it needs to be, mm-hmm. um, which uh, yeah, it's, it's disappointing because you'll still get that back as a completed brake. What test. is the re- recommended load? I percentage? think over, is it fifty to sixty five percent. I think it's over sixty five percent, but I've, I've been wrong once. So I'm not, I'm not going yeah. to lay my lay my hat on the table just yet. I think it's over sixty five percent, but it's close to. 80 isn't it I think it's a test. obviously the heavier the better yeah, right? yeah. I was going to say I've had them come back from test at 110% loaded oh really understand ideally to at least, well, at least 65% of its total maximum weight yeah, yeah you've it. 10th of February that was understanding your HGV's trailers breaking yeah. and I'm going to put the link into this in the show notes because yeah. I think it's worth people having a read of this uh, but yeah you should get you should get your HGV or trailers brakes tested by a roller brake tester at least four times per year, including at the MOT. This was published 10th of Feb 22. So this is latest latest guidance here. Your vehicle must be loaded for a brake test, ideally to... So that's interesting, the word must. Yeah. 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 So for it to be valid, your vehicle must be loaded for a brake test, ideally to at least 65% of its total maximum weight. Ideally, not 110%, like I said before. Uh, It can only be tested unladen. It it can only be tested unladen if it cannot be loaded due to design limitations or the type of load it normally carries. Check what vehicles can be tested unladen. There's a link there. There's a hyperlink there for you to check. So that's good for you to go and have a look at. So, and then actually, this to be fair, this tells you everything you need. You know, registration, make, model, design weights, gross vehicle weight. You know, it shows you vehicles' uh, brake performance results uh, by axle. It actually talks you through everything. Buying, time lag, ovality, imbalance more than 30%, max force less than 5%. So actually, that link that I'm going to add to the show notes, well worth well worth a read of anyone's time because it's really putting into practice what we're talking about. Also, here. and it, even on a pass, even on a proper pass, not just a lock-up pass, even on a proper pass, when you get your new sheet back, Check it against your old sheet, the the previous test, mm, mm. to see if there's been a, a de- you know if those brakes aren't decreasing in their yeah. efficiency. Even if it's a pass, it may have, you know, over the course of the last six weeks or eight weeks, whatever, it may have. Uh, you could potentially see some problems coming. Yeah, you, you could see yeah. a certain uh, side axle, axle dropping down every time, couldn't you? Over yeah, two yeah, or three. yeah, yeah. And I think I, I think certainly I think one thing just for me to add, and it's aside from the official guidance, but from my experience with working with a vehicle manufacturer which is they manufacture these trucks now particularly tractor units where we talk about tractors and trailers where the braking effectiveness is so good yeah Yeah, so good even down to 10 percent wear on the brake pads yeah they are braking so well that what what we would find happen is they'd actually do all the braking for the trailer and if you weren't careful you'd end up with binding brakes on trailers because 
the tractors doing all doing the braking. Yeah, so the trailers all the braking, just the trailers. Particularly, behind, yeah. you know, we found it quite regularly with car transporters, for example, where they're not the mm. heaviest in the world, and yeah. you've got, you know, the wagon and drag. You know, even down to potentially what you know the conversations Jamie and I knew, where you ran wagon and drags with a Volvo FM, and you've got the trailer as well. That unit is going to be doing so much braking. You've got to be really careful that the trailer yeah. is getting getting used. Yeah. The brakes there. Follow, so. follow one the other day. Every single round about the wheels locked up, and it's oh really, it stunk. It's yeah. following it was horrible. I couldn't get it out of the car. It was this horrible. That's horrible smell, isn't it? That mm. you. But yeah, every single. I think that's definitely one to be careful of because the, the modern the modern units are breaking well, aren't they? Yeah. They are generally oh, yeah. breaking well, even down to really wear really worn uh, brakes. So. Yeah, and they're definitely outperforming the trailers, which may be you know ten years old. And yeah, you know, yeah, it's something to be look out for. Right, fantastic. Put the brakes Wait, is on that this it? one then? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. been waiting all time for that. Yeah, <laughs> he's, been, yeah. he's been loading Ooh. that one up, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> he really has. Yeah. <laughs> fantastic. Right then. Uh, yeah, should we call that one there? Cheers, guys. See you all on the next See one. You on the next See you. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please share with your friends and colleagues too. Join us for free on Facebook with the Fleet Geeks community for transport and fleet managers. Fleet Geeks offers ongoing professional development, networking and mentoring too. So get in touch with me, Pete Rushmer, on any social media platform to find out more.